1: Uh, Here's an example of woke. Maternal health care coverage gets a boost. State extends service to undocumented moms. Introduces pilot program for at-home support. Governor Ned Lamont announced enhancements to Connecticut's maternal health coverage and services. During a news conference Tuesday at UConn Health, the slew of new initiatives includes expanding prenatal coverage under the state's public health program to all women who qualify regardless of immigration status. How about that? That's wokeism. And I think the idea from the politician's point of view of being woke is breaking down the barrier between what happens in the private sector, what has traditionally been the private sector job in our society And opening and merging all of it with with government activities so that they are indistinguishable. And we're getting to that point in our society where even if you're not a member of our culture, if you don't belong here, if you broke in and you should be deported under the law, Democrats can't stand to see you go. And they want to throw a big hug around you in the form of money. Coming from people who go to work every day to support people who have broken into the country. And and that's considered by the woke crowd to be a an honorable and decent thing to do. But when you look at the decay of a society, you can look at America and you can see decay. When you see school shootings, I think you're seeing decay manifested in human behavior. When the irrational becomes public policy, openly. And they argue for, and tell you the irrational is rational, and tell you that there's no such thing, and there's no such, so no such thing as men, and no such thing as women, and what is a woman? You can't define it because it's up to what everybody just You know, all this stuff is a conspiracy to destroy the the um, intelligence of the country and its ability to function on a on a rational level. And that's where we're going. We we've got to stop it, I think, if we're gonna. We're going to save the country. Jim Watkins joins us now. He's a regular here. Yeah, you've heard him before. Everyone likes you, Jim. I don't know why that is, but you found a, um, you found a happy audience here. Well, that's nice
0: to know. I'm really happy to hear that. I, I would like to share that news with my family.
1: Uh don't do it now wait till after we're done okay but you have permission you can tell anyone you want it's not
0: Well I appreciate that I like Hartford too I I actually used to be a trucker kind of like Joe Biden What uh and uh, yeah and I we used to make free, frequent trips through that region and I was always struck and then of course uh you know I just always had these I I'm a big history buff so that part of the country has always fascinated me the people there are rugged, uh, no BS whatsoever, uh, tough. I mean, it's not easy dealing with the snow and the weather and the stuff you guys have not to Not just with. that, but,
1: you know, there's a lot of uh, – there's a big part of the state that's rural and people live off the land. Uh, it, it's it's a very unusual southern New England state. It doesn't fit in with Rhode Island and Massachusetts as much as people think it does.
0: Yeah, I think you're right. And it has that, that – uh, what do they call that? Grit. Yes. More of a grit feeling, I think. People there hard living. Yes. But uh, good, good Americans. I mean, just typical, straightforward people. I've always enjoyed when I come to the Great Northeast in that particular area. (laughs) Lots
1: of grit, but also lots of good creamy ice cream this time of year.
0: Not a big Mm -hmm. fan of Maine.
1: Maine is, you know. All right, we don't have to go through the whole region. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> all right, let's just stop it right there. Right. So so <laughs> last hour we were uh, towards the end of the half hour. Somebody asked me, what, what, is, what does this mean, woke? Why do I hear that word all the time? Do you have a definition for that off the top of your head?
0: Uh, it means that they woke up to, to the fact that everything they ever believed was wrong. So things like marriage, traditional family, nuclear family, uh, that kind of stuff. It means they're awoke. But I like the the some in the conservative side are trying to say we're not woke we're awake, <laughs> so everybody's obsessed with words. Yes, but it, yeah, I know people who are proud to be woke. They're they they love the virtue. They love feeling compassionate and all those those touchy feeling things that they like to feel. But you know I I am so unwoke, and you know have you seen the new Tom Cruise movie? The big thing on that is that it's so successful because it's not woke. And you go to any other movie today, if it's a Marvel's movie or a mm-hmm. Superman movie, or it, 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 it's, you know, John, John Nolte, who's one of my favorite writers, great movie critic, he complains all the time about the fact that there's no more TNA, there's no sexual tension. It's all been stripped. Even the Star Wars movies have become woke. Uh, you feel like you're being preached to, like, you know, we're here to teach you a lesson.
1: But I feel yeah. like we've reached a point of cultural intimidation where this all all these compassionate people and this compassionate movement is actually a, a an abusive, aggressive movement that well, forces like everybody purple. to fall yeah. into line. And these companies don't – companies move like water. Whatever the easiest path is, they take. They don't want to be doing all this bull dung. They just feel they have to to protect their investments.
0: Yeah. Yeah, they're afraid of the woke crowd that's going to get on Twitter and, and, you know, try to cancel them. You want to know the extreme of woke. This is a true story out of Norway. There's two competing political groups that are very tied into the whole woke movement, Mm -hmm. you know, and gender pronouns being proper and everything. Well, one of the leaders from one group complained because the leader of the other woke group, who happens to be a man who is transitioning to a woman— well, the other leader didn't like that because technically that person is a lesbian. And she said, you know, men can't be lesbians. And now she's facing jail time for saying that. Isn't that. Wait,
1: where? Where is she facing jail time? Norway. Norway. Wow. Yeah,
0: they're about as woke as you can get. That's you know, scary. Caribbean countries are. And Canada. Canada's getting really crazy woke, too. Uh, if you don't acknowledge, if you're a parent and you don't acknowledge your kids' pronouns, or if you try to talk them into being transsexual, the, the, the government is trying to pass a bill that will allow them to take their kids away from the parents, calling it child abuse, for not affirming their pronouns. Yeah, the,
1: mean, I, yeah it crazy. amazes me to hear other countries, other jurisdictions that, are, that are, have jumped deeper into the deep end than we have.
0: Well, it's, get, it's coming because you hear about teachers now that, are are being fired if they don't use the proper pronouns when they're talking to their first graders. It's gotten out of cr- and I think the woke is is sort of a like you say it's a reverse bullying, you know, this all started as part of an anti-bullying movement uh, because kids that were gay or being dis- you know sissies or were being discriminated against bullied so they 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 pushed so far now they're going the other way where if you don't agree with me, then I'm going to take your life away, and, and that's reverse bullying. Yeah, I, I agree. Woke is about bullying. It's saying that my view of reality is more important than yours, and uh, and I'm going to sue you if you don't accept my reality. That's basically my interpretation.
1: It's pretty crazy stuff. There was just a story yeah. I saw this morning, and I can't recall where it was, exactly what you're talking about, where um, kid. Uh, I think teachers weren't using pronouns. Or te- yeah, yeah, I'm not sure, but somebody in a school system that was going on—they were trying to make them use pronouns. And this idea of pronouns—like, how did we get to a point where the adults in the world are on board with the idea of distorting the language, speaking in a way that is incomprehensible to normal Americans, and then requiring it of everybody? What what insanity uh, totally.
0: this is, Jim? It really is. Yeah, you know, people tend to worry a lot about you know feelings, feelings and somebody getting hurt, like just today they're talking about how careful they have to be about monkeypox mm-hmm. because they don't want the gay community to be stigmatized by the fact that monkeypox is spreading like wildfire in the gay community. So they're being, being very careful not to talk about it in a way that would be offensive or in any way might embarrass somebody, but are they doing it at the risk of downplaying something that you know could be potentially dangerous? We don't know but that's how careful they are about they don't want to use the wrong words because it might upset that person. Well,
1: you what's wrong with people? being upset?
0: Nothing. You don't ever nothing happens. There's a great comedian, I can't remember his name, but he makes that point. It's like no one's ever died from being offended. No one's ever been
1: Well, somebody mean- must have, but that's not the point, you know. People die from everything. But but the idea of having a free society, the idea of being an adult who gets to do what he or she wants. To, to go out and take chances so that great things can happen in your life and in your world, that is a risk. Everything good in life comes with potential harm or with the experience of harm.
0: Yeah. And you can't protect, you can, it's, You might as well walk out of the house every day in a football, you know, with the, with, uh, you know, what they dress up when they go play football. You know, no, no,
1: house. you might get tackled.
0: You might. Yeah. So it, I re, remember in the old days when we would go to the the playground and there'd be that spinning, that big spinning wheel that was made of that concrete steel metal. And mm. you'd have to like jump on and jump yes. off. You didn't, I mean, that was a concussion waiting to happen, but we had fun. You know, we had the 12 foot high ladders. Remember those, the swings and the, the slides made of that hot metal that would burn your skin on a hot summer <laughs> day, you know, but we had fun. Kids didn't think about getting hurt or getting a boo-boo but now you're not allowed to get a boo-boo. We live in a boo-boo-free society, Todd. Wow,
1: Jim, you're on fire today. So what's your latest uh, venture these days? You have a podcast?
0: I do. It's uh, the Jim Watkins Show dot online. And, uh, and it's a great podcast. It's making It's basically 45 minutes of making fun of everybody. I'm an equal opportunity offender. I love it.
1: Well, how do you develop your material for that?
0: I just read the newspaper every day and I find out what's happening with Joe Biden.
1: <laughs> well, that makes it pretty easy, I guess, doesn't it?
0: Yeah, he's he's low hanging fruit, buddy.
1: <laughs> All right, Jim. Anything else you want to tell us about? That was good.
0: Now, enjoy your summer. We're heading into a summer. It looks like it's COVID, almost COVID, not too bad. So I, I'm excited about summer. I'm excited about 4th July. Wait coming a sec.
1: Up. Wait a sec. Last week, you made it sound like there was some bad COVID news.
0: The only thing that was bad was the monkeypox news. Okay. They're, they're, they were downplaying it, but now mm-hmm. they're now they're being more cautious, which is probably a smart thing.
1: All right. Jim Watkins, what's the where do people find you? And
0: Jim Watkins Show dot online. Not dot com. Dot 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 online. Dot com. online.
1: The Thank Jim Watkins Show, is that what you said?
0: The Jim Watkins Show. Dot online. Correct. Thank All you. All right. So Thank
1: Appreciate you, Jim. Good to talk with you once again. Always good to talk with you. Eight six zero five two two nine eight four two. That's Jim Watkins, and that's wokeness from his point of view. Hi, John. You're next on WTIC.
4: Hi, Todd. Todd, I was just curious. About twenty minutes ago or ten minutes ago, you made mention of something about them extending benefits to the mothers of undocumented undocumented aliens. Yes. Yeah. Now, was that an executive order or was that passed through the through the House?
1: Uh, good question. Let me review coverage from six weeks to one full year. The state is also piloting a universal home visiting community health worker program, program will allow families, blah, 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 Department of Social Services. I don't know how. That's a good question. The story is not explaining how this came to pass.
4: Okay, yeah, because, I mean, I'm just curious because, the thing is if it 's an executive order it 's bypassing the you know the the elected officials you know via the people and I just want to know if there's any lawyers listening to in the audience uh, as taxpayers it's one more burden that's being diverted from other programs and or tax increases that we have to carry and uh, you know, upon the, what seems like millions upon millions of all the burdens that the taxpayer has to carry in the state, isn't it time that, like, a class-action lawsuit against the governor or something, if this is an executive order? Yeah, it's
1: not executive order. I think it it was something that got shoved into the budget. When they finish the legislative session, they do what's called an omnibus bill, and okay. and they pile a bunch of legislation into that. And then just vote on the single – it's like a bunch of stuff into a pot and vote, what's, vote on whether the pot passes or not without really knowing what the ingredients are. And it was right. part of that, and it's part of some program being pushed by the federal government, too, you know, under the, um, uh, the Recovery Act, I think. So yeah. it's a bunch of big government garbage that's all merged together to uh, create more expanded government services for people who should be deported
4: yeah and, you know like i said i got nothing against legit immigration but this is just nuts
1: you know? Yeah, <laughs> well know, legitimate immigration is different entirely from the idea yeah. of giving benefits to people who've broken in
4: yeah you know I, I just think it's a last minute you know struggle for the democrats i just hope this election straightens things out you know it's just
1: yeah, it'll take a big election to straighten things out because they've done enormous damage in in recent years, particularly here in the state where the Democrats basically run wild and they yeah. pass. You know, I think their attitude is we may lose. Let's do as much damage as we can uh, so well, that when we get back, this stuff is already in place and we can take credit for it.
4: I mean, in Connecticut, it's like you're running up the down escalator anyway, but now that they're, they're... – you know, upping the speed of it.
5: You
1: know? <laughs> yeah, that's a good way to look at it. John, good to yeah. talk with you. Appreciate it. Thanks. Have Bye-bye. a good night. 8605229842. That is that is where we are, at. we are at. We are at a bad place. The good news, again, is that the pendulum does swing. And there's a there's been a tendency to look at this as if it's a linear exercise that everything just goes in one direction. But you can see Again, that vote in San Francisco to throw out the prosecutor there the d a that's a very exciting a recall a recall election. They do that in California a lot because it's uh it doesn't take a ton of signatures to get one launched so they they launched a recall against this guy whose parents were campus radicals, spent years in prison, and he becomes the d a in as part of a movement around the country where lots of um, anti american anti-law and order, left-wing people get into positions that were traditionally, you know, where it was kind of the last bastion of let's be tough on on holding the line against crime. So when you see all this stuff going on, all the, this escalation of shootings and, and other violent activity and the kind of spinning out of control that we're experiencing right now, one of the inputs to that, one of the causes – You can look at and you can say, oh, the Democrats are now the party that loves people who break the law and encourages them to break the law and offers rewards for people who have broken the law instead of the normal punishments. And I'm not saying there can't be reforms, that things can't be updated, but these guys are basically, oh, the idea of putting, you know, punishing people is bad. We can't do that. That's where they're coming from. And, of course, that that softness is focused on blocks of voters who are beneficial to democrats because everything they do now is about buying votes it's a, it's all election rigging coming from them all of this stuff that's supposed to be public policy it's not it's not legitimate public policy it's abuse of power 8605 we we talk more about it after we get ourselves a little news update
6: the spring back into your step and into your home too shop blinds.com right now and save up to 45 percent. up to 45 percent off for a limited time at blinds.com blinds.com rules and restrictions may apply
1: good afternoon and welcome to this wonderful world of us steven southington hi how
4: you doing uh todd i was just uh, curious uh, last uh But when they initially came out with the uh, report on the shooter, they had mentioned that he had a prior arrest for posting to shoot up a middle school. Now, I hadn't heard anything about it since then, but I think your guest that came on Friday, uh, his last note or his last comment was that he had a prior. Now, I'm just curious. Why wasn't there any penalty?
1: You're talking about Uvalde? Pardon? Are you talking about Vivaldi? Yes. I I believe I the reference to is to a possible. Arrested. I think it's a possible juvenile offense that they're trying to get the uh, information on.
4: But there was no mental uh, rehabilitation or anything. That that's just a let let you, let let him go type thing.
1: Well, uh, that's the explanation. That I've heard so far is that they have to get inside of his juvenile stuff. Like that, that stuff gets locked up and doesn't influence when a when an application for a gun goes through. The juvenile stuff isn't part of it.
4: Wow, because you would think that would be a red flag.
1: Yeah, you would think that would be square one. But uh, this is part of the woke thing, I think. The liberalization of all this stuff. You don't want the kids. I mean, you
4: would think he would not be a, a, able to apply for a, a, a gun permit if he he had posted something like that on 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 the uh, internet there
1: that would make sense wouldn't it thank you for the call sir let's try bill in newington hi bill hi turn that radio down okay i'm all right well we we have to hear the noise in the background though hank go ahead sir how you doing yes sir what's up i'll
4: tell you what you know they're talking these electric cars mm-hmm. and uh <laughs> If they don't rebuild our electrical grid, because the government always gives money to the airlines, the railroads, to to, to uh, get new equipment and rebuild their systems, but they never give money to the big utilities to rebuild the grid. The grid would never power all these charging stations if everybody went electric cars. you got to put bigger cables in. Bigger power transformers and they never talk about that. I'll tell you that right now. They never give money to the power companies. That grid is so old. One of these days we're gonna have a power failure.
1: Yeah, it's, it's not just put... the you're right about the grid, Hank, but there's also the issue of the whole supply chain of power, which they are allowing basically to to come apart while they're advocating for everything to switch over to the grid. While they're paying people. To get rid of their gasoline powered engines and and to buy electric fuel for their automobiles. So it's all leading to tragedy like everything seems to be that our government is doing right now. Thank you for the call, sir. Eight six oh five two two nine eight four two
0: Now back to the Todd Feinberg Show
1: live from the NJ Diet Studios on WTIC News Talk ten eighty. WTIC, we've got uh, Dave in Litchfield. Hi, Dave.
3: Hello, Todd. Hey, you asked about postal employees. Why are they working all this overtime? What happens is, well, it's part of the Great Resignation, but they get these subs in there and they treat them like dirt and they scream at them till work at them, and they quit. So now the the other <laughs> subs are left and the regulars have to step in and and take the work and do the work and you get all the overtime doing that. So,
1: so they're abusive to their new people and that lets, and that means the new people leave. These are temporary workers. Is that what you're saying?
3: Yes. There are two types of temporary workers, a city carrier assistant for, for the mail carriers Mm -hmm. and a rural carrier assistant. And what you do is you do that job as long as you possibly can until you have a, a retiree in your office. When that person retires, if you're the most senior sub, you get to take their place. Gotcha. So, but, um, yeah, I know what you're saying about about our, our criminal justice system. These woke people here—they're um, mm-hmm. incre- increasingly the Democrat parties attacking the the law-abiding, while letting the crooks run screaming wild in the streets. I mean, if you look at Fender's website nowadays for Fender musical instruments, they have warning. Um, they have a warning on this. it. Says warning: this product contains uh, substances known to be um, cause cancer in the state to the state of California. Really. I mean, I'm not going to eat my guitar or snort my amplifier. Seriously, <laughs> this is what they're worried about. They now they made a law where you have to have a non-gendered toy section in toys. And, and I don't know if it was a city in California, or What's a state of California? A
1: non-gendered toy section.
3: Yeah, that's this is on Bill Maher, real time with Bill Maher, yeah. and he was he was making fun of of the, the left. He was saying, um, you know, these ridiculous things. And he says, you know, Bill, you never used to make fun of the left. He goes. Yeah, that's because he never used to give me anything to work with. And he goes, "If you do stupid bleep on the on the right end or left end of the political spectrum, I'm going to make fun of you because that's where the gold is." And he even he says that the the people on the left end of the political spectrum have just gone too far. It's it's got to be insane. I well, mean,
1: that's uh, that's his niche in the marketplace. You know, he's the guy on the left who tells the truth about the left, and that gives him a certain panache.
3: Yeah. But um, I, I don't know where this is going to end. This is also fueling gun gun sales. People will say, well, whenever there's a mass shooting, Republicans have blood on their hands. Well, you Democrats are contributing to that by being nice to the criminals and doing revolving door justice. I'm sure you heard about Frankie the arrest though. They caught him on surveillance camera. They let him go, and this convicted felon, I guess, and after they let him go, he got a hold of an illegal gun. He went into a convenience store, robbed it, and after he got the money, shot the, the owner and the, the manager dead. And they had him on, on this high-quality color surveillance camera video, okay? Mm-hmm. But you want to be nice to criminals, you let them run screaming wild in the streets, and people buy more guns to defend themselves. But um, if some left-wing prosecutor lets a criminal go, and the criminal goes out and kills somebody, I'd have to say that, that left-wing prosecutor politicians, they have blood on their hands.
1: Makes sense, Dave. Thank you for the call, sir. Eight six zero five two two nine eight four two. But, it, again, they have their business model. Left's the business model now is to pay for every vote. And they want the votes of everybody who lives under an umbrella of government because they can influence those people to be loyal voters, like by letting imprisoned people out of prison. Who are they going to vote for? They're going to vote for the people who let them out of prison. That's the theory, I think, of the Democrats. Mike, hello there.
3: Hello. I just don't know where to start. It's such a dirty world.
1: Well, only because it has people in it.
3: I'm going to go with the Clinton probe. Hillary, Hillary, I call her Honey Boo Boo for different reasons. Remember the uh, the, uh, reality show Honey Boo Boo?
1: No, I never watched it. I remember the title. I didn't
3: watch it either. It was disgusting. But that's why I call her that, because she is disgusting. But she's got people, all these people in this probe, supposedly probe. Here's what we're going to do. She calls the shots. She pays them off. Nothing happens. Yeah. That's
1: it. Well, that sounds like that sounds like a good show. Thank you for that, Mike. 8605229842. Bill in Newington, let's give him another try.
2: All right, I'm, I'm waiting.
1: You still got the radio turned up. Come on, man. Larry in Bridgeport.
5: Hi, Larry. Yeah, hey, hi, Todd. Uh just a quick observation. I uh, I Dave who called a couple of callers ago, I agree with them on the uh justice system you know the revolving door i agree with him on that it's hypocritical of the democrats you know i'm an independent voter the one thing i resent uh from any president or any elected official is one a person who lies to us or an administration who lies to us and it seems like every administration lies to us at one point or another but you know biden gets up there and he talks about the fact that he's doing everything he can to lower energy prices The new spokesperson who does the press conferences, she gets up there and she says, there's nothing more we can do. Janet Yellen is saying there's nothing more we can do. Can't you open up the XL pipeline? Can't you lower the cost of leases for energy companies so that they can lower the price of fuel and their costs to farmers and truckers? you know for diesel and just everyday working people i mean biden should just come out and be honest and tell people i don't want to produce you know these the you know gasoline and oil i don't want to produce it because you know that's his mantra but he doesn't say that well no
1: nobody in pol- in national politics in particular high profile like that where the cameras on you all the time you can't tell the truth about that stuff because what they do is they they um they subvert what is best for the country in order to do what's best for their blocks of voters. so if if they're dependent on the the crowd that first is traditional environmentalists and then second is the is the um, climate change crowd, they right. can't they can't admit that they're doing something wrong because they have to do it for voters. you know, how do you explain that? You can't explain that position
5: it it's just it seems sneaky to me it seems like they're lying to the
2: american they people they are working they lie every people. time they
5: speak it's so dis- disingenuous because there's working people who can't afford 5 and 6 dollars a gallon gas and home heating oil and farmers who are trying to grow our crops and truck drivers who are trying to deliver our the things we need every day with diesel fuel it's just it, to me it's disingenuous, and I'm really angry as an independent voter that I'm being lied to uh about this cult this green new- this green deal cult that they have going on when it's you just, say
1: independent voter, are you saying that your vote is available to a politician in either party? correct so I'm how
5: willing do you to vote either
1: way based on what though don't you vote on issues or principles or anything?
5: I vote on issues and principles that is correct uh I'll be honest with you. When uh, Barack Obama ran the first time, I voted for him Mm -hmm. because I was so angry with what George Bush did in Iraq in terms of lying to the American people about going in there for no good reason. (laughs) There were no weapons of mass destruction. And I see all these young people coming home maimed and, you know, missing limbs okay but that's a uh, angry yeah well that's
1: understandable for for being angry but in general a the two parties build their houses on if you picture like a beach house you know that's built on stilts that's what a political party is they they're standing on the support they get from certain constituencies so if your house is built on a post that has to do with climate change, a post that has to do with letting people out of prison, a post that has to do with giving money to certain blocks of voters. You maintain all those things. Otherwise, your house gets washed out to sea. And oh, I, it makes sense. So, God, there, I agree with you. so there is no honesty. It's a game of lying and cajoling and pretending and faking. And
5: I, there, try, I, I try to be idealistic, but you're right. You're right. I'm... <laughs> You know, as a middle-aged guy, I'm learning that, you know, you can't be idealistic and you can't really trust anybody in elected office. Well, you can be
1: idealistic about about what you seek, but you can't – people who are political, that's what that word means, is they put their own best interest ahead of good public policy because they have to. That's what they're required to do because otherwise their team loses.
5: I understand. Now, I understand. It makes sense. I just wish the media would step up and do their job – as some type of an overseer, but they've fallen well well short too. The they're part of the,
1: they're now subsidiaries of of the Democratic Party. The media, I
5: know they are. I'm learning. I've learned yeah. that recently. It's so fascinating recently, but yeah, it's it's sad, fascinating, but it's uh, it's it's disturbing. It's very disturbing for the average working person. Without getting political. Yep. They're really hurting. There's a lot of people out there really hurting because of these prices that we're paying on food and fuel. That's, and why, Biden, that's, that's why, why
1: we closed. have elections, Larry. Everybody should be furious and should throw these people out of office.
5: Believe me, come November, I'll be pulling uh, the switch for Republicans. I want to get these Democrats out of office because they're really, they, they don't relate to average working people.
1: That's the spirit, Larry. I like hearing that.
5: Thank you, Todd. Good Thank to hear you from
1: yourself. you. Thank you thanks. for your call, and thanks for listening. 8605-229842. D- d- dare I do it one more time? All right. Bill in Newington. Hello, Bill.
2: Hello there. A lot of good points on your show, as usual. I want to bring up two quick ones before okay. uh, the 6 o'clock hour. One has to do with guns, the other one with abortion. Mm-hmm. Number one with guns. Do you remember what was said after World War II when they interviewed Hirohito, the emperor of Japan, why he he hesitated in invading the United States on the West Coast?
5: I
1: believe it has something to do with guns.
2: Yeah, but what?
1: I forget. What did he say?
2: What he said was he was under the impression that almost every household in the United States had possession of guns. And there was so many... People with guns that he didn't think he had enough.
0: Too
1: dangerous. All right. What's your other point?
2: My other point is um, regarding abortion. Mm-hmm. Um, in the current uh, week or so ago, had a picture of a woman holding a sign, and in, in a sign that says, "If it's not your body, it's not your decision." These people, liberals, you know. Uh, don't they don't they remember that the woman has a has a has a living body within her and she's responsible for that so it 's not once she gets pregnant it 's not just her it's the other baby within her, and the husband has responsibility along with the wife to care for that child until the child is 18. What's so hard to understand about that?
1: But that's not really the question with abortion, I don't think. The, the question with abortion is who makes the decision about how those people deal with it, Bill? And we don't have time to get into it right now. But the government I don't see as capable of making that decision because government is corrupt and abusive and harmful and the enemy of good people. And so I'm not sure how to reconcile that except to tell the government to go away. We can discuss it another time. I'd love to, as a matter of fact. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four
2: amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better
6: all
2: here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line
3: per month with eligible trade in when you switch.